Everybody ain't built to just leap in Dive into a world where no one saves you when you're sinking It's all or nothing, nothing we won't do this to maintain A higher living, higher status, higher place to reign Going insane while the world is trying to tell us something No holding back, no strings attached It's all or nothing Welcome to another episode of Horror and Hooch. So glad to see everyone. I am Jade Astral from the Fifth Wall. Tonight we have Kay Bly from the Fifth Wall and Desiree from Temper Drinks. Our topic today is going to be horror movies that are based off of true stories. So just imagine how scary horror movies are already from non I mean from fiction. We're going to talk about those that are based off of true stories. But before we dig into that, Desiree, may we have the ingredients to our featured drink for tonight? Yes, tonight's featured drink is a witch's brew. Um, three ingredients, very simple. You've got Midori, which is a melon liqueur. You've got some orange juice and a little bit of Sprite. If you don't like Sprite, you can use 7-Up, but it's your little fizz for the night. That's right. All right. <laughs> okay. Thought about me. <laughs> All right. So, um... I'm going to go ahead and start off with the first one I want to dig into, and then we can go ahead and get the drink mixed up. You know how you have those dreams that seem so real, and when you wake up from them, it's like, it's breathtaking. I don't know how to explain it. You're like in a panic-type mood. Like, was it real or was it just a dream? Have you ever experienced Yes. Yeah. What about I, you? I used to say witch is riding. You used to do what, Desiree? My grandma would say it's a witch riding you. Like if you wake up like that and you can't breathe, she said it's a witch riding you. But what if you wake up from a dream feeling that way? So still it would be a witch riding you? Like a hand. Like yeah, like she's doing something to you or messing with your mind, but she's kind of sitting on your chest. All right, so um, the the movie that I picked that's based off a true story, and a lot of people wouldn't even believe it, is Nightmare on Elm Street. Yo, I was watching one of those movies today. <laughs> Which one? Pretty. Uh, one that I've never really seen. Um, it was um, Freddy's Dead. I think that's the one that came before A New Nightmare. Because remember, they started okay. like, kind of like a remake with a new nightmare, and she was like, you know, like the actor of the stuff and then coming alive. I don't really remember Freddy's Dead. That it it came out. Is that it the one where you said she's an actor and it was coming, coming to? Was it more um, modern or was it back in the 80s? That was in 91. 91? Mm -hmm. Did she go under the cover like taking pills? Um, it said something about he Freddie was going after the the daughter of someone. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, I, that, that was one that I didn't, I didn't really watch a lot, but I was like, okay, <laughs> um, it's a Freddie movie. Right. I'm watching. <laughs> details about um the true parts that inspired. Wes Craven to create Nightmare on M Street. Desiree, can we go ahead and get this drink started? Because I need a little sip. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're gonna start this drink off tonight. 
with a shaker full of ice. I don't know if y'all got, I got my ice ready already. Um, we're going to start with about two and a half ounces of your Midori. So, yeah, it's about two and a half. Um, you want to do two and a half ounces of your OJ, which you can also do this to taste. You like a little bit more OJ, you like a little bit more Sprite, it's up to you. And an ounce and a half of your Sprite. And we're going to give that, ooh, it smells good. Get that a good old shake. Oh, okay. Hmm. Don't do that at home. I got it. Alright, and I'm using a martini glass just because I like the color of this drink. It don't matter what you're drinking in, y'all. It really don't. Oh, yeah. I got yeah, tonight I have an actual, like, coffee oh, mug. You ain't tell me about the martini glass. I, I got this little um, um, wine glass that I got from the dollar store. <laughs> I just wanted them to be able to see the cute little color of it. It is nice little lime bright color to it, and which is through. And that's all And I'm over here with my little coffee mug. <laughs> but it's alright. It's alright. And that's it. And if you want, if you want to make it fancy, you can put a black sugar rim, make it look creepy. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. And then the Halloween colors, like that little orangey color. That, that's cute. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um. So back to these dreams. So right. I know earlier this week, there was a quick poll that we had on Facebook about, you know, which one's the scariest, being possessed, um, poltergeist, or nightmares, like monsters in your nightmares. Let me see what, what actually, what, let's see. One the poll was being possessions. Y'all <laughs> are scared of demon possessions. Yeah, like, that's scary to be possessed. Like you can be possessed by a spirit, you can be possessed by a demon. <clears throat> That's scary because you sometimes majority of people don't know they're possessed. Right. <laughs> That's That's wow. You be walk around doing stuff you don't know you were doing. That's the issue. But my topic tonight was actually the nightmares. So that's something that freaks me out because I have deja vu moments a lot. Yes. And and to right. feel as though that I'm having nightmares about a monster that is trying to kill me, what if that's for real? Like, what if that's true? Like, what if there is something that is trying to get me in the waking state? So that's and what see, freaks me out about. And the crazy thing is, when you have those dreams, and like how in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, nobody believes you because they can't see what's in your dreams, so they make you think you're crazy. <laughs> they try to make you go to sleep. Like, yeah. I don't want to go to sleep. They try to like it's all in your head and maybe you're crazy seeing this stuff because they can't see what's in your dreams that's freaking you out. So now you're crazy. And yeah, now they want to so, make you go to sleep. <laughs> and they got to give you some psychotropics was about to make you go to sleep. So what inspired Wes Craven to um, pop off with Nightmare on M Street was a true story about a young male. Um, he was in his teens. He was having insomnia. He was having nightmares about a monster that was chasing him, trying to kill him. And he was actually escaping, but he would tell his parents, like, if I go back to sleep, I'm scared to go back to sleep because if I go back to sleep, the monster's going to actually kill me. Like, I'm, I'm becoming weak. I'm tired. And they thought the boy was crazy. So they actually um, 
seeked out um, professional help. Young man end up falling asleep because they put him under, and he actually dies in his sleep. The same night they put him under to go to sleep, he died. So Wes Craven just was very inspired by that. Like, hey, that is so like scary. Like, what if he was telling the truth? There really was something that was chasing him in his dreams that ended up killing him. But then, if you want to think on a realist side, he probably was just really scared himself to death. And that happens. That's a whole disease I heard. This is random, but you guys remember in um, Child's Play 3 when Chucky popped out when he was in that military dude office and he didn't even like do anything but the dude had a heart attack. Yes! (laughs) Y'all can't be walking up on folks and scaring folks like that because I'm I'm one of the people who might have a heart attack. Chucky was just standing there like this. And the guy was like, that's, that's enough. That's enough. Do nothing yet. <laughs> he a walking, talking, murdering dog. That's enough. <laughs> okay, I got a question though about like Freddie. Why do you think he was just thriving off of teens? <clears throat> you think that's because they were they, teens are likely to be more rebellious, <laughs> so parents wouldn't believe them, or like what? That's what I. I think and um through teens I think he could spread mass hysteria because think about it teens most of the time have a bigger social circle than adults because adults we don't get to see our friends like a lot teenagers they see their friends every day so that fear that's in one he can spread it to another one and spread it to another one and think about that's how he did it he was able to spread fear with mass hysteria through that age group. It's a lot harder to do with adults because chances are, if you like, you know, 40 some years old and you seeing this dude in your sleep, uh, who you gonna tell? My mama. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you know, you might be like, I'm getting old. I can't tell nobody that. People don't think I'm crazy. Let me not say that. You know, they, they're more reluctant to keep it to themselves. When yeah, teens yeah. are like, I need to tell my friends so I can get help. Older people will yeah. internalize it. And teens, they want to know. They want people, they want to share it. And that's easier for him to get more victims. Okay. Um, I think the part, too, that's the scariest is you can't avoid falling asleep. You can try your hardest to stay up. I mean, caffeine and taking uppers and all kinds of things. But at the end of the day, your body's going to crash and you're going to go to sleep. And, like, I've thought about this for a while because Freddie is, like, one of the the actual characters that really scare me. (laughs) But I would rather face him with strength in the actual physical realm and go to sleep instead of being physically tired and then falling asleep and that's why because, they started to yeah. they started pulling him out of the dream because that he was easier to to maintain when you pulled him out because in the dream world like that's where he was you know that's his strength that's where uh-huh. he could get you with all because he could navigate better because he understood like 
you know how they took what they told Neo in the Matrix, like when there is, you know, you can break all of these rules. Freddie was like that in the dream realm. He knew that he could break all the rules. And right, right, right. It's like right. a conscious human. You're not thinking about you can break the laws of, you know, realms in your sleep. That takes a lot of mind power. <laughs> that makes me think about the the one, um, I can't remember the name of the movie, but the one kid that turned into a superhero. Like he turned into a comic book character because he would draw the comics. Oh, was that one? Uh... Dang. Because isn't that the same one where he took the Q-tip to the dude's ear? And he was like, can you hear me now? I know what you talk about, but I can't give you a name. Dang. It's not Unbreakable, was it? Nah. Not, ain't that the one? That's a whole nother thing, girl. Yeah, Unbreakable is the, the old dude. Like glass and split. And yeah. that's, uh, that's that. I'm talking about the like one of the movies from Nightmare on Elm Street. It was like one of the later. <sighs> I don't remember which one. Is it the one where they were in class, like they were in high school all together? It was like the cute little black girl. She used to with the glasses. Them. Yeah, were... she was swim, and one guy had like a motorcycle or something. Yes, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I know what you're talking about. It was that one that that girl kept, where she kept going in the same in circles in that one dream that she couldn't get out yeah. of. That one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the movie right there that got me. <laughs> really? The one that got me was um um Dream Street. That's my favorite. That's your favorite one? Yes. Part three when they were in the mental hospital. And that all of oh, them were no, the black guy. He was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he said it like that. <laughs> he was just cussing up a storm. He didn't care. He didn't even listen listen to what's his name. Um, Lord have mercy, what's his name? You was just talking about the Matrix. What's the man name? Lawrence Fishburne. He was in that movie, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He was in the movie. <laughs> You right, y'all go to sleep tonight and them kids looking at him crazy. Like, we ain't going to sleep. <laughs> right. Oh, man. that um, it go, it's, Think going to sleep. Okay, see, that's why I thought about haunted houses. Ooh. Because think about it. <laughs> You're supposed to be comfortable in your own home. Yeah. That's creepy to know that your home is not a safe place <laughs> and um and it's not and and that you should have known ahead of time you know that's why in my mind the poltergeist is always in the back of my mind because i'm like whenever i go to buy a house i need to know <laughs> the background check run the background check I'm, exactly i need a background check i need to know what's, what's on the land who lived there <laughs> You know what? Down here recently, what happened here in Tampa, though, like there are some projects called Robert, Robert's Park, and it used to be um, a whites only area back in the day. Um, 
and then it ended up turning into the first African-American cemetery here in Tampa. Um, and they've been looking for it for about a hundred years. Can't find it. Come to find out they built the projects right on top of it. Girl, on top of the cemetery? Oh, going to Over 400 of our ancestors, their own descendants are is living on top of them, y'all. The only way way they were able to find them was they use a 3D scanner. Why you ain't scanned the whole landscape? Everything. You know, Florida, y'all be on some other stuff. Florida, Florida man. man. (laughs) No, why she playing? I read an article like that. I read an article like that about Lake Lanier. I know if you live in Atlanta, you know every summer about two, three, four, five hundred people die in Lake Lanier. But I read an article the other day. Every summer, I don't know why people still go to Lake Lanier. Answer that question, y'all. Why y'all still going to Lake Lanier? People be drowning. Good swimmers, not no children, just missing at Lake Lanier. But I don't know how true this article is, so don't hold me to it. But I read an article that said. Lake Lanier was actually a town before it was a lake because it's a man-made lake and there was some beef and people from the nearby city destroyed the town and flooded it to create Lake Lanier and that is why bad stuff always happened at Lake Lanier. Like I said, don't hold me to that because I didn't fact check that article but I read it. Spirits can basically be grabbing these people, holding them under the water. Cut it, man. Because y'all didn't learn from the poltergeist, okay? <laughs> y'all, that, that was ingrained in my mind when they figured out that their house was built on top of Native American sacred burial grounds. I'm like, okay, well, why y'all still there? That was that's enough for me to leave. <laughs> their child was in the end of the white noise, girl. They weren't gonna leave their child. <laughs> she was already gone with the ghost. She had already been communicating. They was communicating with her first. Where I feel as though they messed up at is they got too interested in them freaking like energy fields. I, I don't know if you remember, but like it was mm-hmm. mom and Caroline home by themselves one day, and stuff kept like moving across the like kitchen counter, and then all of a sudden the chairs, everything was moving and flipping, mm-hmm. and she was like. Mama, it's them. So then she puts like this object, like kind of like in a certain spot on the floor, and it seriously yep, across and it, the room. Mhm. Mhm. My thing is, I would have automatically been like, okay, it's too much energy in here. Something's not right. It's time <laughs> to move. It's the time. first thing that moved across the counter, the floor, or anywhere. That was enough for the experiment. <laughs> Not to find out if that was a, a was that it. Did I see that? No, I saw that. Let's go. It's time to go. I'm talking about the chairs flipped upside down. Like they, somebody put the chairs back on the table. The deuces. You you in here and experimenting with your child when your child is telling you, mama, they did it. Who, baby? Who? Right. And you know what? That's all the time. Kids have a distinct link to the other world that we lose as we get older. I honestly believe that. Spirits are more likely to communicate with children and I just think that's because it's the innocence they not jaded by reality and they still in tune with the world because kids always know first and dogs that's why I keep mine 
Now, yeah. She ain't gonna do nothing, but she let me know. <laughs> she ain't gonna yes. do nothing, but she gonna bark. <laughs> that's all I need is an alert system. That's that's enough for me. Um, speaking of Poltergeist, was actually um, at the time one of the biggest budget um, horror films because back then people weren't putting a lot of money in the horror movies. But being mm-hmm. that they wanted to really tell this story because of the history of it. So they they put money into it, and okay. they got a lot of their scares from the things that Mitra was talking about, like the objects moving. Like you were scared watching the poltergeist, and you ain't even seen nothing yet. <laughs> you ain't seen Girl, no ghosts. I... No ghost. All you seen was moving objects, and that that was enough. That was enough. That was enough. Yeah. And the sad part about um the poltergeist, and I, there there's like a book written about it, how um. After the movie, a lot of the cast members were dying off, except for like the the little old lady, the little Carolyn. <laughs> that yes, a lot of the cast members were um were dying off, and I think it was like one part in the um they were filming, and everybody was like getting like really really sick, you know. So it's like I would even kept making the movie. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying because I, I think somebody got hurt during the filming of the movie or something happened on set with the plane. people were getting sick and they pushed on and made it I mean it was a good movie I don't know if it was worth you know they life but it was a good movie I didn't enjoy the remake as much no. it was more of a parody it didn't seem as yeah. though they it was they were being funny like you talk about the one that was made a couple years ago mm-hmm. that one mm-hmm. okay I really like it. Me and my partner in crime, me and my mama went to go see it. And the entire movie, we kept staring at each other because it's like they were goofing around in the movie. It wasn't, it was more like, ha ha, y'all build houses on burial grounds. What do you expect? You know what I'm saying? Like they were trying to be, I don't know. You're right. You're right. It was a, like they were being real funny. And I think it was just too, it was too animated for me. Like I said, the, the, the lot of scares that came from the poltergeist was implied. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't now, really, they didn't give us a, a, a slow, but they didn't give us the creep factor. They just wanted to like jump in with all of this crazy stuff. I'm like, no, you got to give me the little suspenseful to make me think I'm paranoid for a little while. And they were just like, let's go ahead and jump in with the foolishness. The one that really scared me really bad um, was the one where the family moved away, like, to the country or whatever, and that, like, creepy zombie-looking guy was following um, Carol Ann, and <laughs> he kept begging to come in the house, and then he turned, like, to this little spirit worm thing that went into daddy's liquor, and he drunk it, and he became possessed. And see, then that, that and that led to a whole nother. Who is me? Wait a minute. I'm checking the bottle. We good. We good. No worms. <laughs> that's what scared me. He was drinking gin, and I, when I got a little older, that was my drink. So I looked at the bottle every time. You know they say you drinking spirits, now. It's spirits. It's it is definitely spirits. Mm-hmm. And no, like, I possession movie let me tell y'all I didn't see the exorcist I I think when I got older I wanted to like watch the whole movie 
So in what high school, what? me, my siblings, and um, like one of my friends, we all was like, okay, we're going to watch the exorcism. You know, I'm good off that, that one time. <laughs> oh, the Exorcist is actually one of my favorite horror movies. And I think it was like one good thorough watch. And I'm <laughs> I watch it frequently um, with all the lights on. But it's like one of the first horror movies that really I watched and was like, oh, like, let me sit this far away from the TV. Um, and the thing about the exorcist is that it is based around a true event, um, of an exorcism and it happened in, well, it started in Washington, D.C. in like the 1940s. There's a little boy and they left his name anonymous, but in the book and in all the reports, his name is Roland Doe. Um, but it was a little boy whose aunt had recently died and his aunt was like a spiritualist. And so she was in the Ouija boards and all kinds of stuff, and they were really close. So shortly after she died, he started experiencing all this paranormal stuff. And in the beginning, he was kind of like, oh, it's my aunt. But then it started getting dark. Um, and the bed started flying across the room and all kinds of stuff. So his parents reached out. They was like, we need some doctors in here. Of course, you know, they went to Catholic Church. And the first attempt um, came where they tried to exercise the little boy and he ripped some springs out of the bed that they had shackled him to and cut the, the priest across his shoulder and like a major artery that ended that exorcism didn't work. So then they need Constantine in there. What? <laughs> um, that after that first exorcism, he got these strange marks on his body and it was words and it read Lewis. So, for whatever strange reason, his parents took that as a message that they needed to go to St. Louis. So, they moved old boy from Washington, D.C. to St. Louis and found another set of priests at um, the Alexian Brothers, some hospital, um, that was attempting to exercise him there. They had a long couple weeks dealing with the boy. Um... Almost everything you saw in the exorcism were events that actually occurred when they were trying to exercise this little boy, except for the green vomiting and the stair scene when she come down the stairs backwards. One of the iconic scenes. <laughs> huh? Oh, uh, no, no, the head spin. No head spins. <laughs> no head spin. Now, they did say he did a lot of weird. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no husband, I forgot. He did do a lot of weird body contorting, which I think that's where they got the scene where she comes down the stairs. But okay. they eventually did exercise a little boy um, at some hospital in St. Louis, and he survived after that. But they don't ever release his real name, even though um, one of the doctors that wrote the book about him says he found out who it was eventually, um, and he just they didn't put it out there. What but, is Girl, <laughs> they didn't get, they didn't get that deal. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. That should have been on our. That should have been the fourth question on our poll. <laughs> like, which one are you scared of the most? <laughs> that um, that's my favorite movie, and and the the 
the spewing scene is actually my favorite scene. I don't know why. It was funny to me. I have always laughed at that scene. I, I can't tell you why that, that projectile vomit was hilarious to me. And I don't know why, y'all. The, it's just, it's is, like, there was a scene that I liked out of there is when she cussed out the doctor. When they did a lot of cussing. And she said, she called that doctor the B word and the C word. And I've never heard that C word before when I watched the movie. I had to ask my You right. You right. <laughs> I said, Grandma, what is a P? He said, baby, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma was protecting your innocence. But I'm good off of that 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 one good watch. I guess because maybe I watched it like and it was like like after midnight or something. Uh all of us stayed in the room. Like nobody left out of the room after that. It was like we just gonna all sleep in the room. Nobody My mama won't watch it because her coming down the stairs backwards. When I was little, I tried to scare my mama like that one time. But she went running, and I wasn't—I wasn't even down the stairs. All I did was get at the top of the stairs and bend a little bit to the next one. She wasn't trying to hit. <laughs> but I did stuff like that all the time, though. I remember my mom saying, which she barely comment on here, that she um that she had an uncle that um could um remove spirits oh yes like in real life <laughs> and he had to to do that oh <laughs> within yes and getting himself prepared because i mean they probably said all kinds of things to distract him from speaking the word you know what i'm saying like just like in the movie where she was calling out stuff that was their weakness i don't know if you all um actually got to see kind of like a spinoff of it was called an exorcist and it was the um, series that was coming on maybe a couple years ago where mm. it was a preacher and there was a rogue preacher and he was able to exercise spirits, but he was also gay and the church didn't accept him. I started watching that and I didn't finish it because I didn't like the whole the gay storyline of it. Like, do we really got to Throw that out there at the Catholic Church, yeah. You know, you know they trying to, you know. <laughs> I didn't finish that one. See, they I didn't start it because I felt like there wasn't going to be a season two. And it wasn't. It, it wasn't. But I'm be honest with you, it was pretty good. And I think it was getting too real. Like, to me, they were even doing stuff with the whole eyeball, like, and I've seen this before. I've seen, and I used to think I was tripping until I saw, I would meet other people that would tell me they would see certain things on people too. And like, I would see people's eyes, like if I felt something funny off of them that wasn't right or something just didn't feel right and they were just, their behavior was off too, I could see like their eyes kind of switch up. Like sometimes either change colors or the actual like pupil would change shape. Mm. and that's what scared me about watching the exorcist on the series because that's what they explained with the possession is that whenever the spirit would take over the eye would freaking change 
So that kind of scared me. Like you could see two eyeballs in one. Oh no. You yeah. know, um, they had it might have been on Fox too, or CBS. When they had they had a, a Constantine series that I was watching, and he was going around doing um exorcisms. I thought it was it was really good. Um, the team was dope. The movie was dope. Yeah, the oh, movie, and I didn't think I would like the show, but I really did. I really liked the show that he was really, and he had like a girl that was kind of like um, um, psychic that would um help him um find people that needed. <laughs> kind of like the twin. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the twin in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so he had that, and um, his angel, he had an angel just like in the movie, but his angel was um this the black guy from um. Best man, um, the one that had the dreads. I was like, how many black guys was in Best Man? He was in there and he was Constantine's angel. And so he was real good at the end because you found out that he really wasn't um angelic at all. Well, <laughs> I don't know, it's really mad they didn't have a female to it. Like Constantine conversed with was not as angelic as you assumed they would be. Like, even in the movie, like, you saw what happened to that angel. She lost her wings. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> Constantine was a rebel. He, he thought he was doing the Lord's work, but in his own way. Being zealous. Like, he, he had a gift, but you're right. Like, he was doing it in his own way. And I think he put himself in harm's way that he didn't even have to do. Like, some of those demons... He thought that he might not have to fight, but yeah, he's just like that. I found myself doing that in the in you know, like you know how you care about a person so much that you're like, I'll help you fight your demons. You don't think about it. You don't you don't think you're doing that. You're just like, oh, I'll give you advice, or Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm tired right now, but I'll help you and give you more advice. It's like no, you're really trying to you're trying to help fight their demons. (laughs) I stopped doing that a couple years ago. So I ain't got no friends. Ooh. No, I kind of stopped last year, and then I, I needed to put a halt to it this year, so I don't even do it no more. You know what? It's above me. <laughs> it's above me now. I'm sorry. You guys remember the very first Paranormal Activity movie? I hated all of them. I'm sorry. See, but let me tell you, let me tell you why the first one it freaked me out because the the whole time I thought it was a ghost, and when it got like to the end, the girl the sat demon. and like told her boyfriend like there's been a demon that's been attached to her since she was a child and he had got an attitude because he was, she like, was because see if I'd have known this was like a demon movie I'd have been like let me lie. But I thought it was like a ghost story. Like their house was haunted. Their house yeah, yeah. was not haunted. It was her. And the boyfriend was like, you know, this this is the kind of thing that you're supposed to tell people when you date. Oh, you know? Right. Right. Here's the thing, though. She wasn't like I don't even consider her being haunted because the thing was basically like her her husband. Like if you if you keep watching and keep watching the like later films, you will find mm-hmm. out that she's a freaking witch. She grew up from a whole coven of like black witches that practice black magic. Her boyfriend or husband at the time wasn't nothing but a sacrifice. And yeah, I don't know if you've watched the like 
second, third one, they tie it I'm, all I'm together. to the second one where they, where they, um, cause then that took it back when they were kids, right? Yeah. yeah, but then there's one where like he ends up being killed. Like they show like the, the ceremony. That might be the second one then, where they show like the ceremony where all the witches come together. Yeah, I I can't really. I seen some of that. I don't think I watched it thoroughly because I it might have been like I caught it like in the middle or something. So I didn't really get it the the full story. But yeah, see that flipped it on. I see a lot of stuff happen like that when you think it's a ghost story, but it's really not. <laughs> I don't be liking those kind of things though. Don't don't be jumping over to demons and I'm watching ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like the disappointment of the Blair Witch Project. You really thought y'all found some videotape in the woods and then they was like, nah, we just playing. <laughs> I remember that as a kid. They came out, I had to be like in the second or third grade. And they had like them little snot boogers. Yeah. That's what I remember. Like her <laughs> and it's like a not booger like coming down in and out of her nose. That's all I remember. And the little and stick that, figure. Yeah. That they were just run see the movie that actually you had to watch, like they made a documentary and it was like the curse of the Blair Witch Project or something. And then that <laughs> was like explained stuff. But yeah, that um first person perspective video. I'm like, why are they just running around in the woods? Get in the car and go home. <laughs> That was a good question. <laughs> I don't think nobody ever asked that question. Desiree, you started this in this song. This is off topic, y'all. But this song has been stuck in my head for the past two months. And Desiree, you did it. Throw your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I be jamming that junk like it's some radio. I don't know why it's so funny to me. Oh my they goodness. Did, they did, they did, they did, like they remixed the mess out of that song. Yeah, I be in here doing the dance moves and everything. My mama, the first time I showed it to her, I was like, watch this. <laughs> she was like, uh-uh. I was over there jamming. I'm not supposed to do. When she did that little step, that two step, I was like, yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. You way outside. Okay, okay. Okay. Tama, she got that stuck in your in 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 your head, but you made me watch a thriller on Netflix that had Hoochie Love stuck in my head for like three. I still ain't seen that. I gotta go watch that. Cause y'all kick me with that hoochie love. Like the song throughout the movie, and by the time it ended, it's like, okay, now I have to keep singing it over and okay, it was kind of hitting a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that the thing it be hitting, you be like, oh, okay, okay. Okay, so um, before we close out for tonight, I want to talk about something that I'm about to go do in about 20 minutes. And I know the rest of the girls are going to go do it too later on. We're going to go see the movie It, Chapter 2. Everybody pray for Oh, well, we're going to pray for you because you, we're going to all see this movie. <laughs> if you don't know, I'm going to it by myself. <laughs> you gonna, but Desiree scared of clowns, though. Uh, who going to be more scared? The one in the, in the theater by themselves or the one who actually scared of clowns? <laughs> this one ain't going to go with me. 
He ain't gonna go. <laughs> Wait, so you're scared to cry? And you're scared to cry? And Unless I can convince my mama to go, I know. <laughs> I'm going to be in the ambulance car. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. What is ambulance car? Why do I got to be in the ambulance car? That's what I'm saying. Like, Kima, if you, can't lie, if you have not seen this, any of our like audience members tonight, I know we keep talking about this song, but if you haven't seen it, I promise you it's a great laugh i'ma post it in the group just so y'all can laugh i know yeah. you've been laughing at that song for like weeks i'm need you you know how many times have you has it been <laughs> i post it anytime i hear it and i'd be like oh repost but anyway yes we're going to see it this weekend guys check it out we'll be talking about it yes so the next show we will be doing it um chapter two um but they actually, Sci-Fi Channel has been doing a weekend of showing the old version. So I'm like watching the old version like um, now so that I can kind of compare and contrast, you know, the first version to the, the new version. So next Friday, I'll be hopping on that. And so in two weeks, y'all got two weeks to go see it. Two weeks to see chapter two. There will be spoilers. We spoilers. Yes. We ain't gonna, you know, you know, if you're true fans, you're gonna see it anyway. Yes, so right. all the spoilers gonna be up in here. Um, it's a replay. You ain't you ain't learning nothing new. So come on with it. Yes, follow us on social media: the Fifth Wall, Temper Drinks, um, Facebook, Instagram. Join our Horror and Hooch um, Facebook group. A lot of fun in there. We do polls in there, videos, just you know, horror stuff, funny stuff. Y'all want to hear that song? I'm posting it tonight. Mm -hmm. Song that's going to get stuck in your head. You know what? I'm putting hoochie love in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, y'all join the group. It's a lot of fun. Um, next Friday, we don't have our podcast, but it is Friday the 13th. So be looking on our page for some stuff. You know, we got to let me go celebrate Jason and we going to celebrate all the little superstitious stuff that's, you know, popping off. But, you know, it in two weeks. Get into all it. Right. All right. And no spoilers until then. <laughs> Bye. Jay, Astro, have fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to tell y'all too much. I'll let you know if it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's going to be a thumbs up. <laughs> all right. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>